0: Everybody and welcome to the Shanaka cast. Episode 15. Are you sure?
1: I'm wrong completely. <laughs> it's actually episode 19. Is it episode 19? I let's, think it is. Let's 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 actually find out. One You know, we look up all these things, we do so much research, and we don't look up Yeah, no, it's episode 19. Number. It's 19. Ha
0: I think it's I think it's it's part of our charm. Forgetting what number we're doing.
1: Sure. Get oh, old of it. Charm. Right? I swear it's too ahead of this. Uh, he's,
0: been, he's been meowing at the end of every podcast since we started, alright? <laughs> if anything is going to get old, it would have been that. And we've done 36 things.
2: Mm, yeah.
0: We've done a lot of podcasts.
1: Bruh. Anyways.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I am your host, Sinsaku, And with me today are...
2: Units. And Shadow Chorus,
0: and yes, Shadow Chorus is not sick now. Um, well, I mean, he's still sick, but not in that way. Just uh, sick in the head, <laughs> just sick in the head. Or his
1: sick skills at Dark Souls—they're—they're they're mad sick, yo.
0: <laughs> I'm sure the audience can feel the whiteness through the <laughs> audio
1: right now. I must assert my—I must assert myself as the whitest person in a room at any given time. Because I'm paler than you. That doesn't mean you're white pale, and I am. <laughs>
0: pale and white are two different things. <laughs> anyways. Uh, yes, yeah, so he is back with us, and we are once more the trio that you probably stopped listening to five minutes ago. But anyways. Um,
1: on to actual things.
0: Today, we, yeah, so today on the Shenanic Cast, we have a couple of, we have a topic, we have a topic, we have a topic.
1: And we have a new thing. It's a follow-up.
0: We have a follow-up topic uh so last week we talked a little bit about eula's uh specifically regarding there there was a french company who was so in the process of suing uh steam over their eula uh we come to you with an update over the weekend um let's go to the let's actually go to the original one uh according to multiple steam users on twitter and Gaff, over the weekend there was a problem a problem with steam's cash gave users access to random accounts this includes phone numbers payment informations and libraries um, Steam actually took itself when, when this when this issue came to light. Steam took itself offline to fix it, but uh, it was a thing where if you would you would you know you would go to buy a uh, you'd go to buy a game on the Steam store and suddenly realize you were buying a game with somebody else's card and it was going to somebody else's library. Um, there was some you know there there was a lot of people warning warning people to stay off Steam for a while while they fixed it. They did fix it fairly quickly, uh, but it's an interesting thing where. Even though that happened, technically, according to Steam's EULA, they're not responsible for it. And this is one of the things. This is one of the things we have been talking about. Yeah. this is one of the things we were talking about in the EULA discussion last week. Was you know why why are they not like from a business you can't you don't you, you can't hold them responsible for people stealing your information, but can you hold why can't you hold them responsible for when they give somebody else your information
1: via, via an error in their code? Well, first of all, Steam, I don't believe makes a guarantee that they will not share your information with third parties. Um, a lot of places do. I don't know that Steam does, and if they don't make that guarantee, you see the weird part here is traditionally what this what this sort of non-responsibility would mean is like the Home Depot incident or the Target incident, where somebody hacks into their account and steals personal information it was stolen from them, it wasn't given by them. In this case, though, it wasn't a third party hacking it or causing a problem, it was Steam's own servers causing a problem. Which is weird. Yeah. Um, and
0: it's one of those things where even even though it... it was resolved, and, and according to a Valve representative, uh, they confirmed that the caching bug was responsible for the leak and only cached information was viewable and no unauthorized actions were performed on the effect accounts. Um It's still one of those things... where Yeah, okay, maybe nobody actually did anything wrong, but there's a huge potential for somebody to have n- ruined other people's lives.
1: Yeah, I mean, or when they had access to even situation. accidentally going on and being like, hey, I'm going to buy two games for 100 bucks because I have $100 to spend on games and somebody else who doesn't have $100 to spend on games like where'd my hundred dollars go
0: yeah and now I've got these games in my library because that was the thing is that, like not only would you be spending somebody else's money you'd also be putting it into their library so you wouldn't get the games yeah um, and
2: like you're not actively stealing their money but you're spending their money for them
0: you're spending their money for them and they're getting a, they're getting something from that but it's money they didn't necessarily need to spend
2: especially with steam's harsh no <laughs>
1: refund policy
0: I mean they they, no, they they do have there are instances for refunds um, it's just not a good one. Yeah. They're, it's, they're, it's not that they don't have they have a refund policy, they don't have a resell policy. Yeah. That's the difference. Um but yeah, so that was that was something interesting that that happened over the weekend. I found I find it particularly interesting considering that we had just been talking about the EULA and yeah. then this happened over Christmas weekend, which I'm surprised that nothing. Actually, bad happened because that's you know a big time for people spending money.
2: Um, well, her, according to Valve, it was just cashed information, which meant that nothing bad could happen. It was a cash I account.
0: mean, your 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 credit card though is cash information if it's saved to your account.
2: It is, but it's also it's also cash encrypted.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is hashed when it's when it's in the cash. But still, um, actually, no. Look, uh, I can confirm that Steam gave me access to another person's account with credit card information and history. They could see. Yeah, they could see. Actually, they could see a lot of stuff.
2: They can see the, uh, the thing is like even even yeah. on the history though. You're, but it's you're, still it's like an yeah, asterisk, your, your yeah. credit card information is hashed out except for the last four letters. But, last yeah.
0: but if you know if you know what their bank is, then that will last four is all you need.
2: I know it goes into their library, but if you buy it as a gift and then gift it to yourself, but yeah, yeah, it's another you, way. You do. could
1: gift yourself all the games. Yep.
2: it was only on the store page. Like it was it was specifically the, the, the cash information of the store page you can yeah. like straight get into there, Anyways, in their but,
0: but Still it's an interesting interesting problem that fortunately didn't result in anybody losing money, but could have. Um which you know ties us back into that discussion about responsibility of the company. Um, whose whose responsibility is it when I'm when I'm giving you when I'm giving you my credit card information to buy things from you?
1: Whose responsibility is Whose it responsibility to keep it safe?
0: is it to keep my information safe? And according to Steam, it's our responsibility, uh, even though they're the ones providing the service.
1: Technically, it is the the card. It is not the card holder or the card acceptor. It's the the card issuer. Issuer. It's the yeah. the Visa, the MasterCard, the American Express. Yeah. They are the ones. Um, the only exception to this being if a business swipes a card with a chip in it.
0: Now that's interesting because my card can be both swiped and inserted. And it has
1: a chip yes but if your card is swiped at a store that accepts chips that store accepts all responsibility for fraud for that card
0: huh that's interesting
1: because as, as of because it's
0: easier to because it's easier to steal the magnetic strip than it is to steal the RFID chip
1: it is easier to recreate yeah um, the point is the technology to create magnetic strips is not particularly unique so all you have to do is take a card and rewrite its mag strip and suddenly, I have your card, and it's got my name on it and my information on it. Yeah, but the mag strip reads it differently. So Which, it's,
0: more... but RFID chips are not that more secure. Radio frequencies are not the most secure uh, method of transferring information. We've seen this. You know, like like yeah. radio radio stations can get hijacked off their own frequency. Yeah,
2: it's <laughs> it's not. The differentiation between that being that the thing that you have to do to mess with an RFID chip is take the chip itself. Yeah, you, because you, the chip always broadcasts on its frequency. Yeah, you, like it's it's like it's not it, that's not a case of copying it. That's a case of taking this individual and chip. The chip is not emitting a frequency. The chip responds with responds frequency, with frequency yeah. and so and so
1: the way it works is, I, uh, for example, if you have a mag scanner and you have a leather wallet, I can walk by with a mag scanner and a purse and scan your card and copy it. The chip will not work unless it's inserted in a device. I can't scan your chip from a distance. That's that's one of the big things. That's also why metal wallets became really popular, because you can scan a mag strip through a metal wallet. Yeah. All right.
0: Um, I've learned something new today.
1: The biggest (laughs) problem there, though, is even if they get you card information, um, online purchases aren't chip secured so they just have to spend your money online
2: yeah, yeah. Um, they also however have to get the uh, most most cards nowadays have a secure have a, a security code that is not part of the mag strip on it that is yeah. also a validation code so, they'd all, yeah. they'd also so have to they don't get that if they get
1: your physical card you're in just as much trouble it's just to protect you from mag strip recreation
0: yeah alright So yeah, so that that was an interesting the 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 funnier story that that we're going to talk about after that. I love this. Um, There's a video that you can you can go onto YouTube or you can go to Destructoid or any 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 major. I think all the major websites have a copy of this. Um, It's the video is called Lightning x Louis Vuitton, uh, and it is a so Square Enix partnered with French fashion house Louis Vuitton to sell Louis Vuitton products, and there is a there is a video of Lightning from Final Fantasy XIII modeling Louis Vuitton purses
1: and outfits. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Louis Vuitton is one of the highest-end French fashion designers. These are the ones who are in the magazines, and they don't have the prices listed because, and I quote from the person who told me, if you have to ask, you can't can't afford it.
0: Yeah, Louis Vuitton is obnoxiously expensive for goods that aren't really that great. I've handled Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton bags yeah. and Louis Vuitton outfits before, and it's this exact same stuff you buy for 10 bucks at a Walmart. It just has a name
1: on it. Yeah, it has a name on it. Um, it's still faux crocodile skin.
0: Yeah, it's still fake crocodile. It's still fake leather. It's still cotton made with a machine. It's not... Like, it's not hand-stitched in a
1: Parisian sweatshop. Uh, it's it, 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 it's one of those ones that... Even if it was, it would still be a cotton shirt.
0: If it was, it'd still be a cotton shirt.
1: The, the, what it comes down to is it's, it's a name, and people... If you have something buy with the, the Louis Vuitton logo, it's, I have spent this much money, I have this much disposable income. Yeah. It's literally a status symbol. Yeah,
0: it's a, and, and, and in this case, rather than using real-life models... They're using a video game character, uh, uh, an interesting choice in Lightning, but still, um, Lightning being the kind of not Lightning being the kind of person who would never wear
2: Louis Vuitton. Well, I, <laughs> also, think... she, also the animation is excellent because she goes through the motions of her sword stances. Yeah, she
0: goes through all of her attack motions with a Louis Vuitton purse in hand and looking as. Pissed and as pissed at the world as we'd imagine she would be if she had to do this,
2: and like I like to the, be fair, the,
0: that's how models look. It's true, models do look. The like very first, the, the very run.
2: first sequence is like straight out of her introduction in Dissidia Final Fantasy of her spin prep her sword.
0: Yeah, it is.
2: Now, I, I think that
1: part of what this is is gamers are traditionally not fashion, um, fashion oriented people. And I feel like it's kind of an exposure thing, getting two markets to see each other that wouldn't normally see each other, and I think they would pick a character like Lightning because she is the non-traditional female. And so it's, hey, a non-traditional female can rock this look. You know, you don't have to be um, sassy pretty girl to wear Louis Vuitton. (laughs) You can be pissed at the world. (laughs) Yes.
0: You can be angry badass. Yeah. I feel like it would have been better if it was Cloud, really. <laughs> I feel like Cloud rocking the Louis Vuitton. I feel like oh. what we need
1: to do is the young Bubby scene. <laughs> <was literally
0: tough. laughs> oh. But this brings up an interesting question of using video game characters. Because like, the, the celebrity endorsement is, an age, is a, is a tried-true age-old thing. Where You get a celebrity to you know, dead face look at the camera and say, I really enjoy this thing. Uh, Samuel Jackson has been doing it for credit cards for years. Uh, Michael, you know, it really started with the sports scene where you had celebrity celebrity athletes, you know, endorsing products and, or making products. It started
1: way back. I mean, my, and, I mean yeah. you look at the black and white films and you look at uh, the Burns and Allen show. Yeah. And George Byrne, and they had a character whose job was literally to come on and talk about Carnation Milk and they wrote it into the script of the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, it's, you know. Celebrity advertisement—they're like putting putting a celebrity name on it. You know, I'm talking about like Michael Jordan—that's the big one. Yeah, Air Jordans, Air Jordans and, and this whole line of Jordans. Um, and it's it's an interesting it's an interesting statement as a culture that modern culture has gotten to the point where it, one step forward, like because we do have there are celebra- there are uh, hologram pop stars. There, what's her name? Hatsune Hatsune, Hatsune Hatsune Miku. Hatsune Miku is a virtual. Pop star in yes. Japan, um, and it, this is like just one step further, going from that to now virtual characters uh, now you know doing product now, not as a product placement but actually advertising.
1: I feel like um, H- Hatsune and Miku may have been doing uh, celebrity endorsement, um, because uh, just not in America. I mean, yeah, but
0: it it's. Hatsune damn, interesting because she's a pop star
1: and she doesn't actually exist.
0: Pop star endorsements are not. It's it's kind of like in the brand, like you, you know, there's branding all over the stage because they get yeah. sponsorships. Yes. This isn't a, a sponsorship. No. This is a this is a corporate partnership that results in a in a in basically a, a, yes. a uh, advertisement not. wherein one
1: person is wearing something.
0: It's like so I'm it's, not it's, saying I, it's not a step further. It's just yeah. the
1: first time it. It's weird because this is the U.S. We don't do yeah. We haven't blurred that line. Yeah, Western culture because it's French with Louis Vuitton, but we we have not blurred that line like Japan has between
0: reality and, and, and virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's certainly interesting, and and I think I like it more because
2: because it's a familiar face. No, it's not just a random model not not because
0: it's a familiar much. face or a random model. because it is virtual it's a company saying we're behind this product not a person it removes that idea of so so the big issue with with celebrity uh celebrity endorsements is because as a as a celebrity culture and fan fan worship culture is a thing where you 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 love a person you love a person's work or you love them as a person so much that you begin to think you know them and you begin to feel like they're familiar, even if you've never met them before in your life, this removes that. Because you're inherently
1: aware this
0: is not a real person, this is a company. Now,
1: I think it actually does a bit of the opposite because there's a lot of people who have a very poor separation of reality and fantasy. And this, I think, almost brings... Hey, not only this, this my favorite video game character that I totally want to be, but I can't you know jump off of mountains with a great sword. Oh, but she's advertising Louis Vuitton. That's something I can do, even if it bankrupts me.
0: It's the same thing, though. It's I mean, like it's, if, you it's you know, the same Michael,
1: thing. I, I, I can't be
0: a professional NBA player. But Michael Jordan selling these shoes with his name on it, I can at least do
1: that. Yeah, but I feel like there's it, always going to be that. Per- and and that's I, I'm, been, that I'm not saying it's new. I'm just saying yeah. it's it's an increase in commercialism. It's broadening the the range and scope of. I feel like that. I feel like that particular concern was already
0: there. Yes, and it's such a.
1: It, 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 it's just an expanded.
0: But I feel like there are there were more people that. I feel like there, in the world, there's more people that can that familiarize themselves with living human beings that think that and think that they are their friends through communicate you know through interactions on the internet then you know it's sort of like oh I interact with this person on the internet therefore they're my friend then there are this video game I'm playing this video game I'm this video game character's friend
2: I don't know um, Japanese body pillows beg to differ there's also inter- interaction actually can create friends like however watching someone with no actual interaction is a different story
1: well, yeah, um, and, and and these are people, particularly people from RPGs. Yeah, you play as this character or alongside this character as this character's compatriot. I mean,
0: this what well, lightning is. We
1: haven't seen much more of this. Yeah, but I mean, it, it,
0: I still think it's. I, I don't know. I still think it's better that it's a virtual character than a, than a like, virtual.
2: But like, if if, if if Link was advertising, my only my only problem with this is. These are actual clothes that people actually wear. This is a 3D rendered animation. It's not really showing off any of the actual clothing.
0: It's true. That's true. It's showing the design. It's not showing the clothing.
1: Have you ever seen the difference between a model wearing something and a regular person wearing something? Yes. I <laughs> promise. I about to say, it's, the, it's,
0: it's about the same difference, really.
1: Because <laughs> there's so much makeup and editing and... and... I I think up.
0: I think it's even I think it's being even more honest in that realm actually. It's like, it? yes,
1: we've totally 3D rendered this. <laughs> yeah, this is
0: this is completely 3D rendered. It's as opposed to where a regular models, no, you would totally look exactly like this model. It's removing it's all it's removing that factor. Like there's no way you would ever say I will totally look like Lightning wearing that outfit because Lightning is completely 3D rendered. And she's ba- and she's jumping off Nothing in the trailer. Like in the trailer, she is bouncing off nothing. (laughs) She looks
2: so angry when she has to hold up that bag.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's like, "Why are you making me do this?" (laughs) Um, I can and I can see, I can see more corporate sponsorships going forward. Like I said, yeah, Link selling Nike, you know. But
2: bunny hood, bunny hood, bunny hood,
0: swish. And I, I feel like for comedic value alone. It's it's it certainly is a marketing gimmick. Like there's no, there's no, there's no mistaking. It's it, I mean, it is exactly what you said earlier. It, it's, it's 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 exactly what you said the earlier. It's expanding. It's expanding. You know, expanding market. Um, I feel like it's a little less harmful than other choices could have been, and I feel like it's funny enough that it may
1: just work. I mean, it's definitely funny. <laughs> I mean, good or bad
2: is kind of whatever because it, at the like, end of the day, it's what, what it what it what it serves to do is 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 a little bit irrelevant because right now we're just getting to watch lightning put on a frumpy face while dancing around with yeah. with with a purse in her hand.
1: I could watch this all day.
2: <laughs> it's great.
0: I kind of want to have this on loop in the background for the rest of the day.
1: <laughs> um, I'm just curious where it will where it will go where it will go if
2: it catches on. Um, I I'm I'm, and, ho- I'm hoping that one, one thing that one thing that I that I kind of hope for it is that it could be used to actually market relevant but peripheral goods like things that could pertain to a gamer but they don't think of just naturally as the, as they go.
0: And 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 it's not actually a new phenomenon of gamers, you know, gamers are actually pretty fashion conscious, just that the fashions that they're conscious of are not normal fashions. Like yeah, graphic tees, graphic tees, you know things like I'm, I'm wearing a I'm wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt that that Austin Holly, that Austin Holly and, and, and William got me for Christmas, um, and I like it very much. Um, and 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 uh, you know also, but not just that, like they sell jackets that game characters wear. Yeah, um, they I have, sell, I have
2: the N7 jacket. Yeah, they sell
0: outfits that 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 art that uh, JRPG characters wear. Like you can buy, yeah, but you the, can buy the Sephiroth trench coat.
1: That market is very different from the Louis Vuitton high fashion market. It is. But I feel like... They're both needlessly overpriced.
0: Yeah, I feel like that fashion aspect of it can be... And, you know, what it may lead to is Louis Vuitton designing outfits for characters in-game. Which would at the very least, spread
2: their creative skills.
1: I'd be curious to see a Final Fantasy game where the outfits
2: were designed by by Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. Well, the new Final Fantasy is set in a more modern setting, that could feasibly actually happen. It would be very silly. It would be kind of weird. Well,
1: it depends on... because
2: Louis Vuitton is a very,
1: very smart company. They know how to market. They can sell that
2: handbag... $5,000. Five thousand dollars. That handbag is absurd. By the way, it's just scrolling text on a black handbag. I mean, that one looks nice. There's a there's a black
0: square. There's a there's a square black handbag that just has a seal and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but some, some look that.
2: how small that is.
1: That's a clutch. Yeah, that's a clutch. That's at least a thousand dollars, I'm sure, because it's Louis Vuitton. Oh yeah. Like their marketing is brilliant. I'm sure that they could be like, we're going to design outfits that bring high fashion. And JRPG combat together. So I'm we're, sure
2: they we, could do it. We will design this outfit for this video game character, and then once the game is out and people see the character, we'll sell the outfit. Yes, for five thousand dollars. I have no
1: doubts that Louis Vuitton is quite capable of making it look good.
0: It will be, it will be interesting to see what, what happens going forward.
2: Um, this is uh, all. That's
0: also an interesting. It's also an interesting source of funding.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, like uh, because commercial, like commercial deals. With, the way it, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the way company. it works.
0: The way it works is this: com- you know, companies, especially like, like them, will say we'll pay you X amount of dollars to wear our outfits, mm-hmm. and say, and have the brand visible, or, or at least we'll we'll pay you
1: a certain amount of money if every drink that you drink in this movie is, is a, a Coke. Coke.
0: Yeah, um, that's a really interesting because previously, video game developers get money from video game publishers, like uh, you know, Blizzard gets money from Activision to make games um even though they're activision blizzard not just activision but anyways um activision's a publisher blizzard developer. yeah blizzard developer um blizzard's also a publisher though it's <laughs> weird uh anyways but yeah developers get money from publishers to make the game publishers get money from uh, independent people that actually give them money and other people that do like yeah. sponsorship brands but typically things that things that are sponsored in video games are there's not a whole lot of like, real-world products that get sponsored in video games. It's typically the console that it's on. So, someone, like, in in, in in Nintendo games, there's always a Nintendo game console in the game. Which is weird when you have a GameCube spot in a GameCube game. It's like, oh, look at this. Your character's playing GameCube. I'm playing GameCube. Why are you, why are you trying to sell me the system
1: I already have? There's a Mario in your Link game.
0: Yeah, like that. Like typically, advertising is, yeah. is is for the system that's in for other games in related franchises, um, and that's really some like some some have like cars, like the Need for Speed games and racing games yeah, have actually, car cars, advertisements.
1: Cars um, have been really good about getting into games, and um, a lot of sports games get the banners on their stadium and sp- to yeah, be sponsored. Yeah,
0: sports have like sports games have sports sponsors,
2: but. To be fair, the sports games and the car racing games are also kind of aimed towards the people who would watch the sports as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and, they, and so, they get so the the si- they get the similar kind of sponsor feel.
0: But I don't feel I don't know that there's any clothing companies or any sort of other other typical typical corporate sponsors. Well, and, and this that is something that
1: I feel like is a natural so progression as the as gaming becomes not only socially accepted. acceptable but a social norm. We have moved. Like gaming has been acceptable for a while now, and now we're moving into gaming is because expected. all the all the people who gamed who
0: got bullied for gaming as children are now adults having families.
1: Yes, and, and, now and those families raising... are
0: going to be game. They're going to be raising gamers. Yeah, and then those families are having kids, and they're going to be raising gamers as well.
2: They're like, and th- gaming is becoming as normal as watching football.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> Another subject that's interesting is um, entirely games, entirely sponsored games. Um, these were a lot more common, of course, in the early 90s. Light like like <laughs> Pepsi Man.
0: <laughs> or Sneak Thief. Or Sneak King.
1: Sneak King. Oh my or, god. Or um, Chex <laughs> Quest.
0: Also known as Creep Around Town as the Burger King King for a did, while. Did you
1: ever play Chex Quest? No, I did not. Check's Quest was an amazing game that they sold, uh, used to sell Check cereal. And it, it, it came free in uh, Chex Boxes, you got you got a CD of a game, and it was a really good, basically an elaborate Doom mod, starring a guy who was a giant piece of Czech cereal.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then like like you said earlier, there there was also. You, get, you know this guy.
1: Um, avoid the Noid. Yeah. For Domino's Pizza. That, that was the best. But I think Pepsi Man was probably the best. Th- this isn't something that we have seen recently, I don't think. No,
0: it, it sort of died out. It died out in the 90s. It died out in the 90s and then, and now coming back with a different. It's definitely it's it's, it's an interesting cultural commentary. Yeah. I feel like the I feel like the cultural impact is more relevant than the hilarity of watching Lightning try to sell Louis Vuitton. Um
1: but watching you, know, you tries to sell Louis Vuitton?
0: I mean, is, it's, it's, it is fantastic. It's what got us on this topic but I, I, I do find it to be a very, very telling cultural, you know, landmark where we've gotten to the point where people are selling Louis Vuitton with video game characters. And I desperately want to see Link selling Reeboks or selling Nikes. I desperately want to see
1: Link selling something. You know, he can sell. He can sell those moon shoes, just doing backflips all day long. <laughs>
0: you know like Mario Party Mario Party selling Hasbro board games <laughs> watching Mario Peach and Luigi play uh play. I
2: I I can see Solid Snake selling Duracell like batteries <laughs> you know what we need XCOM to sell Chessex dice
0: <laughs> <laughs> RNG getting you down Chessex <laughs> I, I I'm just picturing I'm picturing Mario Luigi Peach and um and um the other princess Daisy. Daisy, Daisy playing
1: Monopoly,
2: selling Hasbro.
0: and <laughs> Daisy winning.
1: To clarify, let's talk about another marketing thing. <laughs> Every video game has a Monopoly. Yeah,
0: it's like there, there, there are video game not mono- there are video game tie-ins with board games. Like there's uh War, there's Warcraft Monopoly, Starcraft Risk, um, you know, Dungeons and, and, Dragons, Dungeon- Clue. Dungeons and Dragons, Clue. Uh, and that, that, but that's, that's, that's tie-ins that sell gamers yeah, other that, that's games. Game to game. That's game-to-game. That's game-to-game time, which, which we've talked about. Uh, or we, we mentioned earlier. Yeah, uh, th- this
1: is a complete opposite end of the spectrum.
0: Yeah. Still interesting.
1: Cause, like, even certain things, like, if your game has, co- has, you know, Mountain Dew in it. it, that's, that's well, kinda... it
0: Mountain Dew and Doritos! <laughs> like, have a Mountain Dew and Doritos?
1: Mountain Dew. Call of Duty! <laughs> MLG. Oh, no. Call of Duty, MLG Pro Strats! But yeah, I'll be curious to see... Be like, hey, in...
0: That's the only one, really, anymore. Like, mm-hmm. Pepsi and Coke kind of don't do it anymore. It's mostly Mountain Dew and Doritos. All the Mountain Dew is Coke.
1: You see, I've always heard that it was, uh, it was uh, Mountain Dew and Cheese Puffs. Mm, Mountain Dew and Doritos. Cheese Mount, Puffs Mountain is, is is Dew and Cheese Puffs is D&D. Mountain Dew and no, Doritos Puffs, is MLG Gaming.
0: Cheese Puffs is South Park.
1: No, ma- 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 Mountain Dew and... Cheese Puffs! D- ma- ma- Mountain Dew and, um...
2: And uh, Cheetos, Cheetos are D and Cheetos is D and uh, Doritos is MLG Gaming.
1: Yeah,
0: MLG Pro Strats. Anyways,
2: so yeah, that's yeah.
0: so. So light. If you haven't seen it yet, look up the Lightning Cell, Lightning X video. It's hilarious. I, watch hope, it on, I hope it.
1: It, it, watch it means on things in the future. It
0: will brighten you. It will brighten your day.
2: It, it will. Her anger will make you so happy. Her anger will make you happy.
1: She is mad that we But she not looks like a model in a lot of the shots. Like that twist head shot where she like wants to stare you down. Yeah. She that's to, a model. She wants to break your neck. Yeah. <laughs> like the I model. can see a model doing some of these yep. things. Oh yeah. Just not the spinny twisty flip things.
0: And the bouncing off nothing
1: aspect of it. That's part of the spinny twisty flip thing. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah. So there's that. Um, also we have uh, Michael Fassbender talking about his uh, role in his, his role in um, the Assassin's Creed movie coming up. I'm not sure who he's who he's supposed to actually be playing in it. Um, he looks like
2: one of the main characters.
0: Yeah, I mean he certainly is one of the main characters I just don't know what his main character's name is. But it brings up Michael Fassbender now taking on the uh, what's his name who played the prince in Prince of Persia.
2: I uh, don't remember.
0: Uh, anyway the, the, you know, that, that you know generic white man now playing an Arabic uh, Arabic character.
1: Um, Br- bringing Steves from video games. Into well, look, to be
0: fair, we don't know what we don't know what era yet. The movie is at least I don't know what era yet. The film is being made in, the, so it might be being
1: in England. No, they, they had a screenshot. Those did not look like English. They ones.
0: certainly looked like Arabic ceiling tiles, but um, you know what? But uh, um, Calum Lynch. Okay, so that's 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 actually a, a British name. So uh. Let's see. Where is it set in? Let's see. Assassin's Creed. Mark to create the movie inspired by a Spain. Film in Spain. I can forgive that. Okay, so if it's in Spain, I can understand him being in it. Uh, he certainly is. I can I can see an English descendant in
2: Spain. Like, oh
0: wait, hang on. Caleb Lynch discovers he is a descendant, a descendant of a secret assassins, uh, society through, unlo- through unlocked genetic memories that allow him to live, relive the adventures of his ancestor Aguilar in 15th century Spain. Okay, so they're having him play the Spaniard because his character in modern day is reliving the genetic memory, so we're seeing it through his eyes so he sees himself as him, not as the ancestors
2: look. Okay, okay. I can understand that. They might, um, they might do him some makeup to make him look more tan.
0: Okay, I can I can, I can understand uh, no. that. Did you see that picture, sir? It, uh, yeah, he was no, not I, tan I, in that he, picture. He never looks like himself. Um... Still, it's interesting that, you know, this is another big budget uh, video game movie tie-in coming out soon.
1: Let's talk about um, how how he we didn't about get those till recently.
0: Yeah, uh, so the the video game tie-in movies that we got growing up were uh, Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Uh, that was a movie. <laughs>
0: which was a very... With Michael Ironside uh, acting his heart out. Michael Ironside. Was it Ironside? Michael Iron. Jeremy, Irons. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Not Ironside. Jeremy Irons acting his heart out. Uh... In a, in a very silly very silly movie um that had nothing to do with Dungeons & Dragons other than the fact that there was a dungeon and a dragon um but there was a Beholder in it there was a was Behold, there a Beholder Beholders are unique to the Dungeons and was Dark there and the a universe? Beholder in it I don't remember if there or was a Beholder I don't remember the Beholder um there was a Beholder in it um then there was also uh, we also had the Uva Bowl movies, the Blood Rain movies, which had nothing to do with the Blood Rain. To clarify, games.
1: for those of you who don't know Uva Bowl, Uva uh, Bowl won a Razzie one year for worst relationship, which is him and any script. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. Yeah, Uwe. and he also
0: threatened, and he also told anybody, he also told the the press at large that if anybody had a problem with his movies, he would fight them one v one.
1: He did. He said fight. He said if you don't like my movies, fight me IRL. Basically, yeah. and he
2: did. He, he, cha- he, challenges, he challenges critics to a boxing match. Some of them actually stepped up, and Uva Bowl won.
0: <laughs> Which doesn't... like. Pro tip! I can criticize your movie and not have to fight you. Like, and even if I did fight you if I lost, that doesn't make your movie but, good. But, props for outboxing your critics. I mean, yeah, I mean... Apparently you can box. You can box. Congratulations. Doesn't mean you can direct. Boxing does not make you a filmmaker. Uh, Um, I don't think it's great.
1: Especially because, like, he's not young. No. I mean...
0: Neither were his opponents. (laughs) This is true. Um, What we're
1: we're saying is, when we were young, (laughs) uh, video game movies were a joke. Mortal Kombat. Was a joke. Were a (laughs) joke. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. I, I feel like the first the first product it's not necessarily a video game but the first product movie that showed people that it can be done uh, was the Lego movie uh, I think it was the first I don't think it was the first budget budget one, no. one that was really successful Ninja Turtles the original, the original live action. Yeah, but that movies. was already a TV.
2: Series. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I, I heard about this movie, but I don't remember where places in the timeline or how people reacted to it. But Pixels was another one of the ones. No,
1: Pixels was not good. Okay. Pixels was not good.
2: I, I haven't heard anything about it. So. Um, but
1: the the Lego movie was the first big budget. Yeah. That was. Let's clarify that was big budget because yeah. even the Uva Bowl movies were not very big budget,
0: uh and they ended up being B movies at best.
1: um Um. And a, a lot of the other movies that were toys, like the Transformers ones, they were made to sell the toys originally. They, they, it was a TV series yeah. designed. It wasn't a separate Yeah, and, then the video game,
0: and the video games were made to, to sell the toys too. So. Yeah,
1: it wasn't a separate entity that came about too. Um, but now that we've had the Lego movie, we're getting the the Magic the Gathering movie at some point.
0: Yeah, there's a Magic the Gathering movie in the works. There's an Assassin's Creed movie in the works. There's a Warcraft movie coming out July 10th
1: or June 10th. Something like that. Uh, coming out very soon. June or July 10th. Um, And I think the Warcraft movie will actually be the next big test because it has been very broadly advertised. They've put a lot of work into making it come off like a Lord of the Rings type movie.
0: Now... They are messing with the, the established story a little bit, a, li- a, a big bit.
2: I like ha- knowing a lot of the lore. There's there are several things that, that throw up a red flag, but many of them I saw as basically having to constrain things for the sake of putting well, it in a movie.
1: And can we can we talk about real uh, quick?
0: And and also, Lothar not being on being a young man. Uh, Directly trying to form an alliance with the Frost Wolves.
2: Yeah, like
0: uh, at the behest of Grona. Well, Lothar actually never, like, there's no there there's
2: no actual story based on how Lothar interacted with orcs in pre-established lore. This is a completely open area.
0: Oh no no no! Uh, in 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 Warcraft One, it was pretty clear how uh, how Lothar I- interacted with orcs with a sword.
2: <laughs> Warcraft one and two are also very hard to translate the, into modern lore. The
0: only the only orc that he didn't interact with a sword was uh, was Thrall.
2: Like he he never he never met any of the Frost Wolves because they never took part in most yeah. of the war. He never met he never met any of the Frost Wolves. He
0: never he, he the only time he ever interacted with Garona was to try to kill her.
2: No, Garona, um, Garona, Garona was the spy master of Lordaeron or of, of the Alliance. Like she was actively an Alliance agent. Uh she was, she was a turncoat uh, agent by Guldan but she served the alliance for most, yeah, of, for the most of the But the first time war. the
0: first time Lothar interacted with her in the games was after she had betrayed
2: them. But like there there is there is plenty of open area for this. The one like one of the things that threw out the biggest red flags for me um was <laughs> the lack of transition between between brown and green with the Frostwolf and Doomhammer. Um and also,
1: clarify these are trailers. Yeah, these, know, are all, these are all. We have way of seeing. They're they're they're
0: they they are plot trailers though. There are there are showing bits of the plot
2: in. They're they're showing bits of scenes. Like one of the, one of the things that struck me as this is not an incredibly story relevant change, but it is a change that just kind of irks me. Was sending Thrall off in a wicker basket down a river. The the direct Noah correlation. You mean Moses? Moses. Moses sorry, Moses. Wrong. <laughs> Words. the words the direct moses correlation cuz he was supposed to be left abandoned in the forest after both of his parents were slaughtered
1: yeah so let's have a quick discussion about different mediums present things in different manners yeah now this um, this um, can
0: actually go into and this can actually go into the marvel movies um cuz the marvel movies do not hold any sort of particular faithfulness to any of the comic book stories but that's because Marvel has designated all Marvel movies that are made by the Marvel Film Studio to be in Marvel Cinematic Universe as opposed to the Marvel
1: uh, Earth well, One, Earth One universe. But beyond beyond just you know non continuity, there is video games have to have a lot of action. Yeah, because of how they work. That doesn't work as well in a movie. A movie that's all action is an action movie. An a- it's an action flick. <laughs> you know. No matter how action your movie is, like at some point it just becomes The
2: Matrix Three, and nobody wants that. Like if if, if it is all just Lothar killing orcs with no question about it, then it would just it, like it would yeah. just be like Warcraft One orcs. was a tactic was
1: it was a st- a real time strategy game. It was basically here's a war, here's one side thrashing the other. Yeah, that does not make a good movie. No,
0: it doesn't. You have to cut, and there have to there are you no know, there are. And I was I was mostly being pedantic with my with my statements of you know there are. It, it is making a lot of changes, but I don't think the changes are necessarily bad.
2: It's also acting in a lot of gray area that wasn't really covered.
0: It's acting in a lot of gray area that wasn't really covered previously in the games itself. It's rewriting some of their history, but Blizzard is not a stranger to rewriting their own history. No, <laughs> they are not. <laughs> Blizzard is no, and and Blizzard is the Blizzard creative team is working directly with the filmmakers in this. It's not a, it's not a here's our property go make something with it. It's here's our property and us too by the way, you know. And they're keeping very, an eye on you. I feel they're like very it, J.K. Rowling with
1: it. I feel like it's a great chance for them to be like, hey, you know, those first two games before we really had the technology or the means to. Here's, here's what give they would have told you. Here's what we would have told you if this had been
2: like, world of Warcraft.
1: Couldn't they just remake them as games and let us play it? <laughs> I, I,
2: I honestly, I want Warcraft 4 to tell the story of the first and second wars. Mm-hmm. To be, like, through the, through, through, through the stories of Warcraft 1 and 2. So
1: so here's the question, then. Do we end up with a situation where we Warcraft, Warcraft the movie 1. comes out and then we make Warcraft the movie the game? Yes. I, have I have would no be dup- okay with that. I have
0: no doubt that Warcraft the movie the game will appear.
1: What genre will it be?
0: It'll be a a third-person action-adventure game. Will it
1: be, yeah, the awkward movie game genre?
0: Yeah, it'll be the movie game. It'll be the Uh, the Lord of the Rings, the game,
1: the game, the movie. (laughs) Well, well, real quick, um, talking about movies to games, because that's an interesting topic. I have actually played a lot of games based on movies that weren't Third person action adventure
2: hack I, everybody. I played a lot. I played. I played a lot of games based on. You said movies based on games, by the way. I meant to say games based on movies. Yeah, I've I've played, I, I played a lot of games based on movies that actually were decent games. I played a lot of games based
1: on movies that were that were not that third person thing, and they were weird. Um, sometimes they were better than others. Uh, I the, played one that was an RPG of, uh, uh, technically a book, but an RPG of Lord of the Rings. And to make it a proper RPG, they they at the very beginning they said, "By the way, we've taken the premise of the books and we've changed everything so that you don't know the answer to every puzzle." War in the North. No, no, this came out in late '80s or early '90s. Oh. Um, no. it was, it was a top-down RPG, and it was really strange because they had they're like it, it was a lot of puzzle solving and dialogue. Uh, discussion. It's like we didn't want you to just mimic the books, so we've changed a bunch of things, and it was really weird. And I can't say that I
2: liked it. Well, the uh, the the uh, Real Steel movie game was actually a fighting game, which is good. If that had been an adventure game, it would have been pissed. Uh, and it was actually a really good fighting game.
0: Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, the Wolverine game <laughs> was a big pile of shit.
1: Ah, one game that worked well. Uh, from a movie was the the Sierra the Hobbit.
2: Oh yes the the Hobbit the Hobbit game that was based on the cartoon Hobbit movie,
1: the the yeah, the one that was really stylized.
2: Yeah, it came out a while ago and it was.
1: No, that's not the one thing I'm thinking of. The Fellowship of the Ring, where like you had the three different characters. He plays Aragorn, Gandalf, and Frodo, mm. and like Frodo was a stealth game. Which made it interesting. E-
2: like each of the, like I know the, tr- the trilogy, the, the the movie, the movie game trilogy, of Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers, Return of the King, no. that actually had like this unique gameplay style of each of the characters had their own story path. Only,
1: only no, only the first one had that. The second two were just the. Third person action slash. I mean, they were all third person action. I no, slash. The, just, no, just the, just the hobbits the, actually played the most. The
0: Frodo of them. section was more stealthy oriented.
1: Yeah, but it, it, it wasn't hackam slash, and you were much less overpowered. The engine was very different. Like even as Aragorn, it was hard to take down a swarm. Like the the two towers in the Return of the King games were. I've killed a hundred orcs. How about you, Legolas? I've killed a hundred orcs. So so was, was the, the movie. movie. It's like so was the eighty seven eighty nine well on the books too eighty seven eighty nine. But the Fellowship of the Ring, the first one, it combat was more tactical
2: and less swamping. <laughs> Final count forty two. I myself am sitting pretty on forty three.
1: But yeah, what we're saying is. Genre has become interesting, uh,
0: well, especially when, when when we go back and forth. I'm looking forward to the Warcraft movie, though. I hope it. I hope it's good. That's all I can really say is that I hope it's good.
2: Like, because
0: I... uh, if it's bad, if it's bad, all the problems that I just listed out earlier are going to be amplified tenfold. If it's good, there will still be people pissed off about those few, those that number of problems. Oh, yeah. um, like. There's, if it's good, there's still going to be people pissed off. If it's bad, everyone's going to be pissed off. Uh, and, and well, and I feel like. It, this, this is this sort of very much similar to World of Warcraft being sort of the. the, the if, if World of Warcraft succeeds, MMOs will succeed. If World of Warcraft fails, there probably won't be any more MMOs. When World of Warcraft was coming out, it's very, very much another one of those. If the Warcraft movie succeeds, there will be a metric fuck ton of new, of new video game movies. If World of Warcraft fails, Assassin's Creed—that's probably the last one. They'll probably cancel any other ones that were in development. If World of Warcraft, if, if Warcraft fails,
1: well, and I feel like it's it's extra pivotal because among video games, Warcraft is a pin, like the pinnacle of the geek game. Yeah, MMOs are like World of Warcraft is the game that gamers are like, "Oh, you play World of Warcraft. You got like, a problem?" Like
0: like it, it's the most rec- it's one of the most recognizable names in the game industry. Yeah. It's 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 the, it, f- it's a front runner in a lot of things,
1: but it carries a lot of stigma with it. And I feel like if the movie's successful, it'll open up people to, "Hey, wait a second. There's a lot more to this than Leroy Jenkins." Yeah. Um, and if it flops, it'll be, "Oh, look. It's just another one of those" Dumb Warcraft things um, people running around kind, kind of the same negative connotations, connotations that a lot of people have about like larping and stuff
0: in and
1: D&D in and D&D yeah. people you know sitting around a table being lame it's like oh it's so lame blah 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 so I, I feel like it has a lot to it has a big chance to either open up people to to gaming or um to and that would be Austin's phone that It'd he gets in silence so to either open people up to gaming or to uh, shut them off of gaming completely.
0: Give us a moment while Austin silences his phone or answers it. Um, so, what we're saying, what we're saying, really, is that um, with the Warcraft movie—you've got a lot riding on your shoulders. But, no pressure,
2: but like, looking, looking, looking forward to it. It's like I, having looked over the trailers and the, and the small leaked footages, it does a lot of things that make me happy as a Warcraft fan, and it also does a lot of things that pique my interest as a movie watcher. So I'm I'm willing to walk into it with eyes open. So it 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 does have a lot of good potential in it.
0: Yeah no, I, I, I like there there are there there are some nitpicky things that I have looking at it that I don't necessarily agree with choice made and 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 i i have a little bit more of an interesting perspective because i'm a filmmaker i'm a film student I, I actually study films on a more basic level than a lot of people do um i you know and i know a lot of what goes into making them you know choices that are made on the directorial side on the cinematography side that maybe i don't agree with maybe i would have done differently um so i i have a little bit of a different perspective on it and i will and i will be looking at it i will be looking at it from a different perspective as well when i watch it um so it'll be interesting to it'll be interesting to to see how it goes, and, I, and I, like I said, hopefully don't, hopefully don't fuck up.
2: I, I'm I'm definitely interested with the dual perspective that they have been showing off of the alliance and horde, their first fights, and the first people within them who tried to who tried to stop the fighting. Yeah. How long do you think it's gonna be? Oh God, there were. There were scenes in there that were from the Rise of the Horde, there were scenes in there that were from the First War, and there were scenes in there from the Second War. Which means... Well, I know from the, from there the there early were... stages of the Second War. I don't
0: think there were any... Thrall being,
2: Thrall being left was not until near the end of the Second War.
0: Yeah, no, they're definitely altering they're definitely alternate timeline, and, and this may simp- they may simply come out and say this is an alternate timeline.
1: Didn't
2: they do an alternate timeline explanation already in Warcraft?
0: Well, no, Warlords of Draenor is an alternate timeline.
2: That's that's one that's one alternate timeline invading the main timeline.
0: Yeah, um, so they're they've already established they've established in game that alternate timelines exist and and have and are accessible um, through the trickery of Brown's dragons. Um, but it, it it it's gonna be interesting, and hopefully these nitpicking nitpicky aspects aren't going to you know ruin the movie. Um,
1: There's also a lot of people. I I, I feel like the movie has a lot more to prove to people who don't know the Warcraft lore yes actually and I I feel feel like like that's the like when Lord of the Rings came out there's a lot of people who were nitpicky about the movies I didn't like the movies because of what they changed from the books (laughs) yeah you
0: being one of them (laughs) me being one of
1: them however the vast majority of people who saw those movies and really loved them had either not read the books or had not read them in so long or in enough detail to know enough about them to know the differences there are also people like me and so they stood, who have read the books, and so they
2: <laughs> they stood on a different ground for judging. Well, they, they, this is this is another thing. It's like I walk into it as someone who deeply knows the Warcraft universe's lore, but I also walk into into it as someone who is hopeful to see a really good movie, and yeah. I understand that not all of the Warcraft lore will make a really good movie. Yeah, well, we'll
0: see. Again, like I said, culturally speaking, the uh, the Warcraft
2: movie has a lot of writing on it. It has a lot of implications behind it.
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of there's there's a lot writing on this movie
1: on, on it being good, and on on being successful. Uh,
2: on, it, a, on a secondary note, I feel like the Assassin's
1: Creed film has a lot to prove as well because Assassin's Creed is a much more socially accepted game. Yeah, it, it's, it's
0: one that, it's it, it, it's one that's referenced in popular media a lot it's because one, it's 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 also like an annual,
1: you know, an, an annual well, release, and it's not just referenced in popular media a lot. It's you know, you talk about, oh yeah, no, I play random Assassin's Creed. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I play World of Warcraft. Oh, you live in your mom's basement and you never see the sun. I feel like that doesn't happen as often
0: as uh, as, as we as we gamers like to think it does. No, I, feel like I, I interact
1: often. with a lot of people who casually play, uh, casually play things like Assassin's Creed, GTA, and Call of Duty and they have a lot of negative thoughts about, like, World of Warcraft. Mm. I, I feel like it depends on who you. you were with. You
0: also went to Brookwood. <laughs>
1: That's not where I'm at then. No, I'm, I'm I met them. No, I know.
0: I'm. I'm yeah. making it making a joke that nobody but the three of us will get.
1: <laughs> Inside baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also went to Brookwood as somebody who didn't have loads of money, so that
0: in itself <laughs> was. <laughs> There's people listening right now. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Uh, we, we, we live in a. We're, we're not. A, no, we're not going to explain
1: it. High school. Okay. Fuck them.
0: We don't need to explain that.
1: <laughs> upper middle class suburbs. That's all you need to know. It's
0: a. It's a. It's a. It. Yeah. Up, up, upper middle class high school.
1: Um. Rich kid high school. Right, Parkview is the richest kid in high school though. Yeah, well, Parkview has more money.
0: Parkview has more money in the school. Brookwood yes. has more money in the parents' pockets. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a balancing act,
1: you see. Parkview has more money and Brookwood has better test scores. <laughs> ah! No. No. Actually, Anyways. Probably so. Anyways. Regardless. Uh, aside, from in, that.
0: aside from Aside from our local drama uh, amongst high schools. Um, say, say there's, there's, a, there's a lot riding There's a lot riding worst. <laughs> no, we're
2: not. No, it's actually Central. No. Actually, Ghetto Creek. Oh, Meadow Creek, that's true.
0: No. No, North Burnett. Um, Ow. Ow. <laughs> anyways, enough about our regional regional squabbles between high schools.
1: If anybody uh, hearing this actually knows these high schools,
0: congratulations. Um, blah, blah, blah. Warcraft has a lot of writing on it. Yes. Uh, not only not only for you know not only for movies, but also for geek culture at large. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a turning point in our culture whether or not, uh, these things start to become more and more regular. If it's, like, if it's successful, I can very easily see StarCraft movie coming next, you know, and, and actually StarCraft actually works more as a movie series than WarCraft does. It does,
2: it does fit the sci-fi series. Like,
0: StarCraft, StarCraft would make a better movie series than WarCraft. So if WarCraft works, expect a StarCraft, um... You know, and then Diablo. No you know, and, and
1: here here's another question I have. Does it become the comic book thing where it's a separate infinite universe. versions of the movie? Do we have Warcraft one, Warcraft two, Warcraft, insert subtitle, Warcraft insert subtitle, Warcraft insert subtitle. I feel, I, every two years we get a There there
2: was a thing they were talking about where they went. They ha- then they had a panel about the Warcraft movie. One of the one of the questionnaires. Uh, one of the quest- One of the one of the audience members asked, "What about a TV series?" And um, all the whole panel was like, and Chris Mess is like, "Why not both?" And uh, I, think, I think the problem with a Warcraft
1: TV series is the expense. of Game of Warcraft. Thrones. Game of Thrones does not have to have half of its cast literally CGI'd into orcs. No, but they spend a lot of money on makeup. They do, but
0: CGI makeup equivalent costs because, especially now, with with how cheap it is to CG, to to find people that do CG. Um, CG is so CG is so prevalent in the industry. CG for those of you that aren't in the know, quote unquote, uh, with film or you know those of you that aren't going to film school or dealing with film on a regular basis. CG is a lot more prevalent in films than you realize. Um, And it's not just turning people into orcs. That's the more ostentatious use of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Quite often, actors are CG'd, like, live actors are CG'd, even if they're not on green screen, to fix blemishes, to fix issues in their makeup, to make them appear slightly taller, to slightly change their hair color, to change their eye color, uh, to, to change something about what they were wearing, to CG out logos that were missed by costuming. CG is way more prevalent in films than you realize. And it's not just to make environments or to make people. Yeah. And because of its because of its, you know, use across the board, it's actually really cheap to get a good CG, a good CG artist. And if you're doing a TV series, deals can be made that you can get a lot of CG done for fairly cheap. And once it's done, once it's been done once, it's easy to recreate. It's like once you've actually once you've actually made a person into a CG orc,
2: once you, recreating once you that rest- process is a lot easier. Once you establish the the rigging and the shape of the and the shape of the figure, yeah, it, you just
0: reattach it.
2: It's very easy. To, it's very easy to make a mold to turn a human into an orc.
0: Yeah, you know that's and it, 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 yeah. it's
1: it's very easy to copy paste. But it. it- it is going to be an expensive show, just like Game of Thrones. Blizzard has Thrones. the money to front that. However, yeah, I, mean, I
0: mean, it would, it would, it would be Game of Thrones level expensive.
1: Yeah, it and I don't know that it has the them. support. Uh, right now, I don't believe it has the support and following to be. I
0: Game don't of know. Thrones. There
1: are.
2: I, I, I don't think. I kid I don't, you not, millions of people who attend BlizzCon.
0: There are. I don't think it has the support for a TV show yet. Yet. Yeah. I think if the if the movie is successful that's a possibility.
2: But even even beyond that, the there's there's Warcraft is a m- but massive I'm thinking, story. I'm thinking
0: a Bloodborne movie.
2: That would be interesting.
0: You know, a a you know, Final Fantasy has been making movies for a while. Uh, you know, Square Enix have been making Final Fantasy movies for decades. Uh, they haven't ever been really popular outside of Japan, but they've been making the movies for decades.
2: Well, I, f- I feel like Advent Children was the first I one that really like got a lot of notes.
1: Of and Bloodborne are more the TV serial kind of bits.
0: Bloodborne would, yeah, Bloodborne would be an interesting TV series. Um, <laughs> Just because Beast of the Day.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, literally Beast of the Day. Beast of the Day. It's explore this world, get to know this world over the course of a season, discover this weird conspiracy <laughs> where. The abbot of this church is actually a crazy, psychotic monster being. Um, the problem with universes like Bloodborne.
0: Oh wait, uh, Lego Lego movie Lego movie is not the first big triple
1: uh, A budget uh, video game movie. That's successful. Which one was? Resident Evil. Was that successful? Yeah, made three. It made four of them. I mean it
2: made a lot of money.
1: They yes. The first one made enough money to it sponsor it means sequels. they made enough
2: money to sponsor sequels. It was super successful. Um but no beyond that like the you, you did mention like Warcraft XYZ. <laughs> the thing about the Warcraft movie is it has such a massive universe that you can have multiple movies under the Warcraft umbrella that have nothing to do with each other. No, one. that's what I'm saying. They'll be under the same brand as like Marvel.
1: I understand that. Yeah, that's, that's what I talking that, about. that was my exact question is will it become Marvel where it's just Every two years, we get a new big Warcraft movie as a summer <clears> blockbuster. <throat> like, every year we get either a Warcraft movie or a Starcraft movie, and that's our big, or every year we get a, a Warcraft movie or an Assassin's Creed movie, and that's our big summer blockbuster for the video game industry. Quite
0: frankly, I don't, I, I wouldn't mind that. I, I would be okay with that. Because there's, there are so many, there are so many, like, video games cover so many different genres and so many different experiences. There are a lot of different stories you could retell. Or tell or tell a new Well, stop, I'm not, new not saying, saying to. video
1: games become everything. I'm saying um, specifically,
0: specifically Warcraft, Warcraft,
1: Starcraft. and Assassin's Creed.
0: I don't think so. I don't think I think I.
1: You don't think it'll become like Marvel?
0: No, I don't think it'll become like Marvel. Well, and the, thing, and the, the thing, reason I the reason I don't think it'll become like Marvel is because they're all that's too at that point too many fingers, too many pies. Um, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel Studios, backed by Disney, by the way. Yeah does movies, and comic books, and two TV shows. That's it. At this point, making an annual movie, or making a semi-annual movie, Blizzard is is not only maintaining massive servers for an MMO, they're also maintaining and updating StarCraft they're maintaining and updating Diablo, they're maintaining and updating uh, Hearthstone, they're creating new games with Overwatch, maintaining and updating another mobile. But, I mean, if, you know, if it, we
1: it's so many the th- Warcraft movie pulls in the kind of profit that it could I mean, it might we might see Blizzard regular We might have an ex- we, might see re- we might see regular
0: Warcraft movies. I don't know that it would be like every 2 years Warcraft, every 2 years StarCraft, every th- every 2 years Diablo, every two years, Assassin's Creed. Well, then
1: that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying their big franchise has a big
2: movie every couple of years.
0: Like, and
2: the thing about the the Warcraft movies, though, is that they were overseen by the creative directors of Blizzard, but directed and handled largely by Legendary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Blizzard doesn't have to have a massive involvement. They could even be like, okay, we're going to set up a little, cr- a little crew here to oversee how Legendary is doing their bit.
0: Potenti- it's Potentially. a small
1: investment for... Potentially. Uh,
0: we'll have to see. Again, this all it, all of it rests on how well the movie does.
2: Yes. Yeah. We, we, could, we could see the next big Marvel cinematic universe. We could have a massive flop that ruins movie games for a long time.
1: We could have another Mortal Kombat was that one big budget? Mm, Mid budget. Because it, I feel like Warcraft has a lot more riding
0: what on I, it just
2: because I, of the amount of money and marketing.
0: Mid budget, but it didn't it made it made video game movies not popular for a long time.
2: But at the same time, I like from what little we've seen, just the action sequences are enough to catch a lot of people's attention. Well, and I think that's how they're going to how they've been marketing it because that's how they
1: have to. Market you get you get to see Durotan punch Gul'dan in the face in one of the trailers. <laughs> Like, that's enough to catch my eye. <laughs> I, I think what the catches eyes, though, is, hey, this orc threw a horse at a at a soldier. That looks really cool. Yeah. They like, don't know the names. They don't care yeah, the We names.
0: also have, You also have to realize that they're marketing this towards moviegoers. Not yeah. yeah like,
2: they're, 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 they're making a movie that is viable for people who don't know Warcraft to watch. Which is interesting, because, like, you see big giant orc figure throwing horses, swinging massive hammer, punching other orc in the face. Yeah, the, the,
1: the, and that's, that's what the visual interest is. It's like, hey... We've got to play... And that's. I feel like the trailer focuses so much on the orcs, primarily because... They're something new and interesting. They're and big an, and impressive looking. They're not necessarily new and interesting. They're and they're and different. They're very
0: different from what no, what moviegoers have normally yes. expected. Orcs, orcs are normally
1: watch. chum. Yeah.
2: They're, they're, they're definitely... They're very different. They're, they are new and different in regards to the movie scene. They're very different from Lord of the Rings orcs. Because yeah. you don't typically see a whole species of... These massive hulking monstrosities walking around—it's like if you made an organic race of Terminators.
0: Terminators are not massive and hulking. No, No. but this this
2: this this deadly threat of skilled, powerful warriors—that's nothing new. As a race, is not. I feel like there's a lot of
1: this giant army, this giant whatever, this really dangerous. That's not particularly new. It's specifically the orc aesthetic. The these are orcs. These are the people you're used to being the chum. Here is their story. Yeah, I think, and I think
0: that's the angle that's going to bring non-Warcraft fans into the movie theater.
1: Um, and I think it's it's going to hit a lot of the same people who were who got into Lord of the Rings. Um, so I don't. It, it won't have universal appeal. You can't really get no. There's no such thing as universal appeal. It, it's aside from Star Wars, apparently. <laughs> My goodness.
0: Hey, it's a good movie. I've seen it.
1: Uh, I'll see it in Dalek theaters, I guess.
0: It's 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 really good. Okay. And uh, and I'm not I'm not. Uh, we might we might do a Star Wars spoiler cast later, um, but I'm not into it now. But it it's good. Watch it.
1: I don't, really watch, <laughs> I don't really watch
0: movies. Like like if if you're if you're at all interested if you if if you're a Star Wars fan or if you would all like any Star Wars movies, watch it. If you were disappointed by episodes one, two, and three, watch
2: it. <laughs> Holly really liked it. And she's not really a Star Wars fan. It's it's a good movie. If you're not bought by episodes one, two, and three, watch it. Watch it. <laughs> I <If> really <you laughs> like one, two, well, and three, what what she's what he's saying is watch it. Yeah, watch I'm, it. I'm getting that impression.
0: Ah, <sighs> you know we're making a Kingdom Death Monster the movie. <laughs> God,
1: I haven't even played the game yet. We will though. Again, that's a TV series. We will. That would I, probably just, <laughs> a TV series. I do like the trend actually of books being turned into TV series. It yeah. Gives, because the book medium is so much more about character development and less about action it makes it much easier there's
2: there's a lot of stuff that does, that there's a, like TV series and movies fit in two different zones because yes. of how they because of how they transfer like i was talking to somebody the other day about how the harry potter movies would have been so much better if it was a TV series
1: because there were just so many characters that you didn't get to see that you wouldn't be able to see in a TV series Well, like the like
2: I'm the, interested,
0: people are always talking about they we want to see newest...
2: we, we want to see the marauders TV series
0: well, they're, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what they do with the uh, uh, Strange... B- myth, uh, fantastic fantastic pieces of Where to Find Them. Because now they're going from a book that wasn't really a storybook and making a story out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically now what they're doing is they're just making new IPs in the Harry Potter
2: universe.
1: Yep. Well, I feel like what what it what it is is making movies out of books was awkward. Let's just make a movie out in of this an Make a movie this in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm also curious how the West End play will go. Hmm? There is a West End. Oh play.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, JK Rowling uh, approved of their choice of Hermione.
2: Yeah,
0: and hilariously to people who were upset about there being a black Hermione, uh, she made a tweet. She actually tweeted about it and said, "This is the description. Hermione's race was never established in the books. This is how she's described: short, curly, b- curly dark hair, brown eyes. No, short."
1: Frizzy short, dark frizzy, hair. Yeah, frizzy dark Which is hair. Which much more accurate description frizzy, of dark, traditional African-American
0: hair. Yeah, short, frizzy dark hair, brown eyes. That was her description in the book. Nothing at all about her color. <laughs> Matter of fact, the only person whose color was distinctly, was actually distinctly uh, described
2: was Ron's.
0: And because they're all And Seamus.
2: And Voldemort being pale faced, yeah, like, like absolutely pale faced, like
0: Seamus. I think Seamus and Ron and and maybe Voldemort, but uh, I think are the only two people whose color was actually
1: fully described in the, in the books. Many of them can be assumed based on things like hair color or the like. But
0: no, not Seamus. Um, Seamus is the Irish one. What's the black kid?
1: Dean
0: Thomas. Dean Thomas. He was the he was the other one was, who was actually he was described as being black in the books.
1: I believe. Uh, I don't know. I. I didn't pay attention to anybody's right to the books, yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, so yeah, so that's that's been our topic of
0: discussion. We actually had a really good conversation today about video game movies and, and, and cultural, and the, the the Louis Vuitton story turned into a much much more interesting conversation than some of us thought it would. <laughs> uh, the, the
2: cultural impact, man, it's staggering.
0: It's, it's a really yeah, it's a large amount of cultural impact there.
2: Um, yeah. So, this podcast was largely about how future things are going to dramatically impact gamer and like the interaction of gamer culture and 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 yeah uh, popular the culture. impact of the impact of media on culture. It's almost like it's a thing that you can study in school. Was uh. <laughs> well, like the, like this year is basically heading for gamer culture and pop culture colliding. This, this
0: 2016. Yeah. 2016 is going to be the year of gamer culture. Like there's a lot of things. There's a there's a lot of e- either either growth or stagnation. One of the two, um, of the gaming culture, and we can hope for we can hope for the best. So uh, thank you all very much for listening uh, to this uh, shenanigans. If you like what you've heard, you can follow our other podcasts here on uh, com. You can also find us on Twitch at twitch.tv/sinstaku on YouTube at YouTube.com/sinstaku on Twitter at Johnny Bates. Um, and uh, on our website financialfilms com and our patreon page at patreon.com slash fs films we are supported by you and a very big a really big shout out to uh, some of the people that make that ha- make that possible. We have two people who donate at twenty five dollars a month anti tonic and Chris Comfort. Uh, and also one person who donates at fifteen dollars a month Addie Pie. Uh, thank you all very much for for supporting us and helping us do what we want to do. Um, there will be some changes coming up in the in the uh, twitch uh, broadcast schedule. Uh, because I've, I've got a new job now, and it's going to change what times I'm available. We will, we will um, be alerting
2: you to that as we go.
0: Yeah that 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 is that'll be discussed on the Twitch channel and via Twitter. So check those out. Keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on the website uh, for more information. And yeah, uh, thank you all very much for listening. And we will talk to you again next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.